Hey folks, Sean here. And in this episode, I want to talk to you about how to produce an immediate return for the B2B SaaS product that you want to build. Now, in the coaching that I do, I coach a lot of early stage founders, B2B SaaS professionals, people that want to get into the space, people that are into the space, trying to grow and scale it. So I've seen just about everything under the sun. One of the biggest problems that I see people make is that they rush solutions to market that are untested. They don't have really a great idea whether or not there's a real market or demand for what it is that they're looking to bring to the market. Now, I talk a lot about various ways in which to validate that before you essentially build. But what I wanna talk about here is how to ensure that you're gonna get a return either way. As in, even if you haven't validated whether or not there's demand for that product in the market, there's a way to build B2B SaaS products that produce an immediate return. And that is more often than not the pattern that I follow. And that is solving your own problem. So I don't just build B2B SaaS businesses, I've built others as well. For example, I have a podcasting agency which helps people build channel partnerships and affiliate marketing and all that kind of stuff, but through a podcast. And it's for businesses. Almost everything I do is B2B. Now, the way that I ensure whatever I'm going to invest in from a B2B SaaS perspective is going to provide an immediate return is I look to solve my own problems. And when I say my own, I mean my other business. I have bottlenecks in processes that are preventing those businesses from scaling. As such, if I to eliminate those bottlenecks with the help of software, then I will produce an immediate return in the form of eliminating that bottleneck, better helping that business grow and scale, and reducing potentially significant expense that that business is incurring. That is an immediate return. So if I have an idea what it's going to cost me to build the product, but I have also good context for how much that bottleneck for the problem that the business is experiencing for which I wish to solve with this software, I can do the math to figure out what my return is going to be. And the example I'll give you is from my podcasting agency. So I built a tool that automates the process of creating podcast show notes where that's where you upload the audio version of a podcast episode. And I've used AI tools and some other proprietary technology in order to come up with great titles, descriptions, key points, quotes, everything. Like it goes all the way down, right? Now, the process that we were following for my business, which was a bottleneck, was we were having team members listen every each episode and produce the notes themselves, which was time consuming, error prone and expensive. So I was spending thousands a month on that step alone. And I have an idea for how I can automate that step through software, which just so happened to also produce better results. Win-win. That's an exponential improvement. Whenever we can do that, that's always what what we're looking for. Now, once I produce the software and I put that in place, I gave it to my team. My team now increases their leverage significantly. So instead of having a few people do a few episodes or a few shows, I can have even less people do 10 times more, right? Increases leverage significantly, eliminates the bottleneck, and opens us up to a whole other level of scaling. Plus, whatever I was spending before, I'm going to save considerably now that I am armed with the software to solve that problem in a much better, but in particular in this way, a more efficient way, that's where the cost savings come from, and a more effective way in the element where we can produce better results. But what I'm trying to get at here is before I've even attempted to sell this product to someone else, I'm already getting a return. I know what it costs me, and I know what I was paying for the problem that I was solving via a less effective, less efficient way. When I put the software in place and I start generating those returns, 
that produces significant value for me. And this is an area where you can look to. If you're a business owner, then you have bottlenecks. Take a closer look at those bottlenecks and figure out how software may alleviate them and run the economic gamut as well too. Figure out how much that's going to save you because it could save you significantly, especially if you're solving the top bottleneck. Now, if you aren't a business owner, it doesn't mean that you can't do the same thing. You may work in a business, you may have a full-time job, you may have a part-time job, whatever it is, you probably work with other business professionals. You're likely a business professional yourself. Take a look around you. Take a closer look at your day-to-day. What are you doing that is inefficient, that could stand to be improved significantly or automated through software and technology? Whatever that is, that's an opportunity for you to build a problem, to build a solution to that problem, and to improve the operational efficiency significantly. Now, you can use that to improve the job effectiveness and efficiency in terms of where you are now. You can use it to sell potentially to your employer. You can sell it to other companies like that. There's so many opportunities here. And this is how I originally got my start. I'll talk more about this in future episodes, but when I used to work for large companies, this is what I would be doing all day. I'd be like, I'd be inheriting processes and I'd be finding these bottlenecks. I'd be like, this is a dumb way to do it. Why don't we automate it? That would make it both better and a lot faster and more efficient. And I just continuously did that until I eventually split out on my own and I did it at a whole other level of scale, but it's the same process. So you don't need to own a business in order to follow this process either. But whether you're a business owner or you're not, this strategy can help you produce an immediate ROI for your B2B SaaS product even before you consider selling it to someone else. Hey folks, Sean here, and thanks for listening to this episode. I hope you got a ton of value out of it. If you did, I'd encourage you to also sign up for my free five-day email course about launching a profitable B2B SaaS application for less than $750. If you'd like to sign up for that course, you can do so at nextstep.io forward slash B2B SaaS.